Yo, welcome back to Modern Enlightenment with Joseph Grisafi. This is episode number two. I hope you enjoyed episode number one as much as I did. If you haven't got a chance to check that out, you should. It's with Jet Moreland. It's a great episode. Today, I am writing solo. There is no guest. And whenever I am doing that, that means I'm just talking about one subject specifically, something that's been on my mind, something I've been looking into, or just something that I find overall informational and I want to bring more awareness to the subject. And today is about something that I find to be very, very important to talk about. Awareness needs to be brought out about this way more than what it is. Um, It needs to be discussed. Let's say anxiety and depression. It's talked about a lot. Lots of methods out there to try to help people reduce those things. But this one, I feel like it's still kind of hiding in in the dark in a way. Like people know it's there. People know it's happening. People know that it's like basically in every single person's life, infecting every household, all ages. I mean, it's affecting children, teens, adults, everyone. There is no limits to like who this is hitting. And what it is, is distraction. Distractions. I want, I want to talk about this in every way possible so we can truly understand and unravel what distraction truly is and how to hopefully eliminate it as much as possible from our lives so that way it's not continuing to hold us back and keep us bonded. So I am only going to talk about it in the negative manner on this episode. I understand that there are good distractions. You could go to a park and sit on a bench and listen to the birds chirp or listen to a a beautifully constructed song. Okay, that's a a good type of distraction in my opinion. And again, I'm going to dive into what a distraction truly is. But the reason why I I am taking this subject and using it for my first solo episode is because it is something that I have been dealing with or something that I've been taking control of for the past um, close to a year now that I've been really honing in on. I've been really focusing in on it from, from my own personal life. Okay. I've been trying to find what my distractions are. I've been trying to find what is pulling me in a certain direction, what is pulling me away from what I'm actually trying to achieve, what the life that I actually want to live. And I've been just trying to discover what those are on my own. And just from my own personal experiences and the research that I've done on this, it's basically just something that, in my opinion, is the most damaging thing that we can let into our minds, our, our human minds, because of how much it can cripple us, how much it can hold us back from living the life that we truly want to live. And that is the whole purpose, that is the whole point of this podcast is to help myself, to help every listener, to help whoever this reaches out to, to hopefully just get you to expand your mind in a way that is going to lead you down the path of living the best life that you possibly can from your own eyes. I mean, I'm talking about the life that you want to live, not the life that someone else has told you to live, not the life that you're trying to pursue based off of someone else's life or you know, someone famous or someone you've been following anything like that. I want you to follow and pursue the life that you will be proud of and you will be happy of something that you're going to look back on and know that you did your best, that you know you did what it took to live your best life. That's what this is all about. And we're going to dive into it now. We're going to talk about what distraction truly is, why we choose to distract ourselves, why we allow it into our lives, and how we can hopefully eliminate it as much as possible. So one of the main reasons why we do distract ourselves is because we tend to not have control of a majority of our life. All right. Most of our life, we do not actually have control. 
Um, maybe it is the common example of working a Monday through Friday, nine to five job. Okay, maybe it's that job that you don't love, that you're not passionate about, and you simply just don't have control because you have to go work. You have to go make the money, enough income to pay your bills and to support your family and whatever it is, and then you feel trapped within the job and so on and so forth. So then you start living for the weekends and you dread Mondays and all of this kind of stuff. Everything that we always hear day in and day out from everybody that we know, right? We hear this stuff all the time. But does that mean it's just okay to continue to let it slide? You know, just we just hear about it and we just talk about it in a way and chuckle about it and be like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to get wasted this weekend or I'm just going to go and binge some Netflix. What, why do we continue to just allow this to happen? Why do we think it's just okay now? Because it's common. Just because it's common does not mean it's okay. It, it is never okay for us to, to dread a part of our life. Okay, yeah, there's ups and downs of life, but our majority of our life should be happiness. It should be something that we are, we are striving to do something that we enjoy doing. We should be able to spread love everywhere we go. And if we're constantly just dreading something and living a mundane life, we're probably not going to be spreading that love because we're not going to be loving ourselves. We're going to have low self-worth, all this kind of stuff. So anyways, we distract ourselves for the most part because we don't have control of a majority of our life. And the reason being what I mean by that is because, okay, an example is let's say you, you get home off of work at 5 p.m. You know, you get home and you're just ready to unwind now, you, you are finally free. You have freedom finally. You can, you can make your own decisions. You can finally make your own decisions. So now you can grab that TV remote and you can turn on Netflix and you can watch your favorite show. You can watch it for two hours. You can watch it for four hours. You can do whatever you want now because you don't have the boss of your job telling you what to do. And that's what I mean by we are choosing to distract ourselves because we have freedom now. But, but now we're going to get a little deeper here and expand out to, to why this is the way it is. Like, why do we feel like we need to have this rebellious act? Like, why do we all of a sudden get this sense of freedom and we just use our time at, you know, for distraction? Like, we, we, we choose entertainment. Most commonly, we just go straight to entertainment because that's what we want in those moments. Like, why is that? And the reason being is because we are just filling time from the fact that we are already distracted. Like our minds, we are already distracted. And it gets a little confusing, but we're, we're distracted from the deepest part of ourselves. Like, like me as a person, let's say this podcast is something that I just truly want to do, right? Like it's something that I know I'll love doing. It's something that will fuel me. It is something that I'll wake up and look forward to doing. It's something that's going to give me meaning to life. And let's say I'm being pulled away from making the move. I'm, I'm being pulled away from making the podcast happen. And like I'm distracted in some sort of way inside my mind from making the podcast happen. Let's say it could be for all sorts of reasons. Let's say it's because um, on social media and I look at all these podcasters and I'm like, wow, this is like so saturated. Everybody's doing it nowadays. What's the point of me doing it? That's one distraction that's going to be in my mind now that's going to pull me away from what I'm really trying to do. So let's just compare it back to if you're stuck in a nine to five job, something that you don't love and you don't enjoy doing and you're just, you just are dreading it and you feel like you can't get out. You're not happy about your current situation. You're not happy about yourself. You don't feel great about the way you're living. And you start to fill your mind with all of these, these unhealthy thoughts or just, 
or you pick up unhealthy habits and you start eating junk food or you're drinking too much, partying too much, watching too much TV, whatever it is, you start to just fill your mind up with basically self-doubt or anything else that is just going to continue to bring yourself down. That's a distraction inside your mind. So those distractions themselves that are already going on in your mind, whether they're conscious or subconscious, are going to lead you to distract yourself from an external source. You're going to reach out to these external sources like the TV and distract you to pull you away from those thoughts that are going inside your mind. So it's like a distraction feeding into another distraction. And it's a, it's a cycle. Which leads me into a different kind of definition for distraction itself. And that is that and that is distraction is actually just confusion about what matters, what truly matters. And what I mean by that is, again, your head is being pulled in all different sorts of directions that you don't even know what matters anymore to you. You don't even know what matters to your life anymore because you're just distracted. Like your mind is literally distracted from what you truly want, what truly matters, right? Let's just use the nine to five job again um, as an example here um, and of how basically distraction is just confusion of what matters. Because let's say you got the, you know, the, the Monday through Friday job that you work every week, years on end, right? You've just basically given into it. You continue to feed in to the cycle of going home and just unwinding by doing things that are just distractions and entertainment, right? To just try to make you feel better about the day that you just had or what, whatever, you know? So, but if you continue to do that, if you continue just to distract yourself from the pain or to distract yourself from the, the mundane life that you are living, then you're never going to truly realize what really matters. And what really matters is how the fuck you're going to get out of that job, how you're going to improve your life, how you're going to live the life that you enjoy living. That is what matters. That is basically what everything boils down to is how do we get ourselves to live the life that we truly want to live. And that's not just distraction. It's anything that's holding us back. Anxiety, depression, fear, whatever it is that's holding us back, we have to figure out how to fix it. We have to figure out how to help ourselves. That is what this comes down to. Everything comes down to that because that's all that matters. It's all that matters is that you're happy, that you're going to be proud of your life. Okay, so if you continue just to distract yourself every day with the remaining time that you have left of your day, you get home at 5 or 6 p.m. from your job and you have a few hours left before you go to bed and you just use them up for entertainment, how are you ever going to figure out how to get yourself out of this trap, get yourself out of these chains? What are you going to do? Because maybe you have the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, but what do you do on the weekend? You go out and find more entertainment. You hang out with friends or you party or you drink or... You watch movies or whatever it is. You're just continuing to distract yourself with all this free time that you do have. And as hard as it may be, because that's simply all you want to do. That's all you want to do when you get home from work is to just sit on the couch and just relax and do nothing or just to feed your brain with something that is just stimulation that you can just be zombied out because that's all you want to do. That's all you feel like doing. But it's not worth it. What is worth it? is to use that time to get yourself to progress. Because if you don't ever do that, what is guaranteed to happen, what you know is guaranteed to happen, that you see all around you, is when you're 50 and 60 and you're looking back at your life 
and you're like, damn, what the fuck did I do? Why did I waste all of that time? And another way to look at it is that on your deathbed or when you're 80, and again, you're recollecting on your life, the last thing that you're ever going to think about is the Netflix shows that you watched or the video games that you played or how drunk you got. You're not going to think about that. You're going to think about the true memories that you made, the love that you spread, that you felt, the relationships that you had, the heartbreaks that you had, all the true stuff, the stuff that really makes you feel, okay? The stuff that makes you feel alive, not things that are just filling your mind with nothingness. You're not going to think about any of that later in life. So what's the point of doing it now? Where is that going to get you? Again, nowhere. It's not going to help you get out of this damn trap that you're in. And it is a trap. And I don't want to see anyone in it. I don't want to see myself in it. And I don't want to see anybody that I ever meet in my life in a trap like that, that they're just wasting life and they're not happy to be living it. That's nothing I ever want to see from anyone. Okay, I want to come off of the whole nine to five job thing because that's not what this is about. And I'm not trying to like ream down on that. It was just, you know, it's just an example, something to make reference of because a lot of people can probably relate to it. But I want to throw another example out there because let's say you are really happy with your job. You love doing what you're doing right now and you're, you're working up in your career, whatever it is. But there's something else in your life that you want to improve. Something else that you want to be better within your life. Let's say it's a significant other. Maybe, maybe you haven't found the person you want to be with yet. Maybe you just you keep going in and out of relationships. You keep dating people and you just can't find the one. But maybe a lot of the reason is because of you. Maybe you have some traits within the relationship that are unhealthy or toxic and you're pushing people away or you're just, you're not able to find the person that truly is for you because you haven't discovered who you are. You haven't discovered what's best for you yet. Maybe you're, maybe you're reaching out to people or you're dating people that aren't good for you. Maybe it's because of the simple fact that you haven't spent enough time on yourself. You haven't done enough discovery of yourself to know who you need to date, who is going to be best for you, who's going to be the best match. But the only way to do that is to do the work, to put in the time to look inside yourself, to study, to reach out to people to help you, all of these sorts of things. So let's say you are really happy within your career and you're spending a ton of time on work and you're loving it and all that kind of stuff. And then in your free time, you just use entertainment and you distract yourself because you're like, why not? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of content right now, whatever, life is great. But then you don't remind yourself that it's not truly how you want it to be because the significant other part, like you want to be in a relationship with someone, you need to figure out what the issue is. You got to figure out how to do that. So you have to put in the work to achieve that. So stop distracting yourself from something that needs to be done. That is another example. Okay, stay with me now. We're going to, we're going to basically dive into this a little bit more and then wrap up because these next few parts are, are really key into wrapping your head around distraction and to hopefully how to help yourself. So the two areas of distractions themselves is the stimulation, okay, aka the external sources like TV, and then you have the spiritual, okay, the spiritual, which is like the internal, the distractions inside your own mind that are already there, you know, the chatter of your mind, the the self-talk, the self-doubt, whatever is going on inside your mind. So you got stimulation and you got spiritual. So the most important thing to understand here about the stimulation and the spiritual or the external and internal distractions is how they feed off of each other and how they become a cycle. Typically, the most common way that this works is the, the internal part is the, the stuff that you have going on inside your head, which could be something like being alone, sitting in a dark room, or 
being out in public surrounded by people and just being uncomfortable, being uncomfortable with being alone inside your own mind because of all the things that are going inside your head that you don't want to deal with, that you're scared of, or that are bothering you or giving you anxiety or whatever it is, those types of distractions are going to lead you down the path of reaching out to the stimulation side, the external ones. And then inevitably, the more stimulation that you take in, the more loneliness that you end up feeling. And then the cycle continues because the more lonely you are, or the more you want to run away from the issues inside your head, the more stimulation you try to get. And I think we all know by now how powerful the technology is, the stimulation, the way that it makes us feel, what it does to our brains, the, the chemical reactions that we get inside our mind when we watch TV, movies, porn, social media, scrolling on your feeds. All of these things are just hitting the pleasure center of your brain, which becomes crazy addicting and then just makes us want it more and more and more and more, which again just continues to pull us further and further away from the work that needs to be done on our spirit, on our mind. And if we continue to do so, if we continue to stay in this cycle, this trap, then exactly what is going to happen is exactly what sociologist George Simmel says in this quote, which I find absolutely amazing, by the way. I'm going to try to read it slow, uh, rewind it, replay it if you need to, because I think it is just great. Stimulations, interest, and the taking up of time and attention turn life into a stream which scarcely requires any individual efforts for its ongoing. That is big. That is big. <laughs> like, that is just amazing to me. I absolutely love that. And I've come up with my own metaphor to kind of help describe the way that I see it. And it's like, and it's like if we fall into this, into this way of living, I see it as like we are all salmon that are flowing down a river. Because, you know, salmon basically are just allowing the water to take them to their destination. You know, they, they, they're not really putting in much effort. They're, really, they're just taking that flow of the river and using it to coast them down the river. And that is, that is what's happening to us. That's what he's saying in this quote. For example, let's just say we live in a really big city like New York City. And we have all this stimulation, all this entertainment, all of this stuff going on around us that's distracting us constantly. It's basically causing us to pay less attention to our life like what matters, right? And then it just slips by, basically. Time is just slipping by. And what he says scarcely requires any individual efforts for, it on, for its ongoing. That means, we're just, that means we're just coasting, basically. Like we're just, we're just flowing down the river like a salmon. And then all of a sudden, damn, 10 years later, 20 years later, 50 years later, we realized we weren't putting in the effort that we needed to to truly live out our life. So with that, I'm going to say... Don't be a salmon flowing down the river, just coasting, just letting life slip on by, but instead be a caterpillar. The reason that you want to be a caterpillar is because the process of which a caterpillar goes through to turn into a butterfly is just absolutely amazing. The caterpillar itself was given everything it needed from nature to become this completely different species Okay, like, I mean, it's once it turns into a butterfly, it's now living a completely different life than what it was as a caterpillar. Caterpillars live on the ground. They, they crawl and eat plants and then butterflies fly and they feed on nectar. They're living a completely different life. But the caterpillar was given everything it needed in the beginning by nature. 
and so are we. But I really want to use this metaphor too, this caterpillar into the butterfly one, because it's, it's also perfect and it ties into everything here. A caterpillar just exemplifies change, improvement, escape, and it just goes through this process to become something greater than what it was before. But for the caterpillar itself to do this, the caterpillar has to transform. It has to literally digest itself using enzymes triggered by hormones that, that sleeping cells that are like similar to stem cells grow into the new body parts for the future body of the butterfly. But the butterfly didn't just happen to go into this transformation. It put in the work to get there. Its whole life from the beginning, it ate plants, it built up energy, it stored this food within itself. It found a perfect spot to weave itself into a cocoon. And then, and then it went through that process. And then now it emerges as this beautiful, extremely different life of a butterfly. That is what we have to do. That is what we should be doing. We need to be transforming. We need to be using every power within us to become what we truly want to be. We are all given a chance. We are all given an opportunity. It doesn't matter where we began. It doesn't matter what environment we grew up in. It doesn't matter what parents we had. It doesn't matter how much money we have. Those are all just excuses because the only thing that truly matters, all it comes down to is that you have a damn life. Not everybody gets to be born. Not everybody gets to live, okay? If you're listening to this podcast and you're breathing, that means you're alive. So don't waste it. Don't waste your life. Don't waste the time that you are so lucky to have. And you are lucky. I'm telling you right now, it is luck. It is luck that you were born. It is luck that you are still alive. Don't waste it. So become the butterfly. And in order to do that, in order to become a butterfly, to become the best you that you possibly can, to use all of the sources that you have, to use that brain, the most powerful brain of any species on this earth, you have so much capability. You have so much capability. So much more than a caterpillar, but yet it can transform itself. So can you. In order to do that, I've laid out four steps that directly tie in to how a caterpillar transforms itself. And the first step is awareness. Awareness of knowing that you have a life with great purpose. Because I'll tell you the truth right now, if you don't realize in this moment that you do have a great purpose in life, then you need to figure it out. You need to realize that you do because we all do. Every single person on this earth has a great purpose. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. We are all serving a purpose or at least we can. We surely can. We can all surely do something great with our life. We have that possibility because if you haven't realized this yet, you can't go on to the next steps. You can't move forward. It's just how it works. I mean, you have got to have awareness. You have to take that into yourself that you can have a better life, that you do have purpose, that you can do something great, that you can be happy. You have to realize that first. And then once you have that awareness, once you've got step one down and you truly feel it inside you that you can do something for yourself, then you move on to step two. And step two is to gather all the information and knowledge that you possibly can. You need to empower yourself. Study. Truly study. I mean, empower yourself. <laughs> I'm talking learn as much as you can about whatever it is that you're trying to improve in your life. And work one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Do not multitask. Do not multitask. Let's go back to the relationship thing. If that's something that you truly are desiring right now and that's something that you really want to 
that you achieve, like you really want to find someone that is good for you to love, then work on that right now and only that. Educate yourself as much as you can in the dating world, how to talk to women, how to talk to men, how to hopefully help yourself with social anxiety or to go deep within yourself to fix the traits that are toxic within relationships. Go to a hypnotherapist, whatever it takes, work on that. Dedicate yourself to that and you will achieve it. Empower yourself. Gather as much information as you possibly can. Once you have done that and you have the confidence and you feel like this is becoming reality for you, you really have started to walk on your own path. You're going to move on to step three. Step three is probably the hardest in my opinion because it is separation. Separation from every distraction that is pulling you off your path. Whether it's entertainment, whether it's people in your life that aren't on the same path as you and they're holding you back. Friends you have hung out with for 15 years and you love, but maybe they're just truly holding you back and you guys are just not on the same page anymore. You have got to separate yourself from people like that. Family members, whatever it is. The distractions, the entertainment that you were using as a crutch to get you by for the day, whatever it is, distance yourself from it. And this is going to be hard. This is going to be hard because it's going to be lonely at first. But that loneliness is going to subside because eventually you're going to succeed. You will succeed on this path and the law of attraction is going to happen. You're going to start connecting with people that are on the same path as you. All these sorts of things. It's all going to unfold right in front of you. Just stay on the path. Step three is the hardest, but stay on it. Whether it takes months, whether it takes years, it's going to be worth it in the end. Because what is the worst thing that could possibly happen is regret. If you just give up on this and you just fall off your path and you just, and you just stop, you're going to have regret later on. It's guaranteed. You're going to be 70 years old and you're going to be like, damn, what did I do? Why did I waste my time? Why did I waste my life? Why, did I, why didn't I just keep going? Because again, who knows whatever your goals are. They could take weeks, months, years. It does not matter. If it means something to you and you know it's going to make you happy and you love it, stay with it. Stick with it. And if you do that, if you grinded it out and you really stayed on this path of step three and as hard as it was, it's going to be worth it because now you have come to step four. Step four is the emergence of the new you. You have removed the skin. You have peeled away the layer of the old you. You are now reborn. I mean, you have literally transformed. You are the butterfly now. You have come from the caterpillar stage and turned into a butterfly. As cheesy as that may sound, it is the perfect metaphor because it is a transformation. And that's what we have to do. That's what we all have to do. If we ever want to achieve greatness in life, if we ever want to be truly happy, we need to transform because this modern society that we live in is doing everything it possibly can to stop us from doing so. It is so hard to live in this world. I mean, it truly is. And the distractions itself plays a major part in that. So now you have become the person that you knew you could be. Maybe you didn't even think you could be that person in the beginning. But deep down, you knew it was something that you had to make happen. And it was worth it. However, however much time it took, you are now the person you are proud to be. The person that you can look in the mirror and know that you made this happen. You did this for yourself. You created your own life. You are now happy. And you can and know that you did the right thing. You're not going to have regret. And that is just going to be a beautiful feeling. And I hope everyone can achieve that. 
I truly do. Become the unique individual of which you can be. We are all unique. We're all special in our own ways. And I don't care what kind of life you want to live, as long as it's the life that you've chosen to live and the life that makes you happy. That is all that matters. I hope this episode has started step one for you. I hope it has brought awareness of what you need to make happen, to bring awareness of the distractions and how powerful they are, the distractions everywhere and what they do and why we do them. And I hope you can just really follow this path of becoming the person that you want to be. I truly want everyone to be happy. Life is a damn gift. I mean, we are lucky to be alive right now. Lucky to have this earth. Don't even... I just get so tripped up on that. I really do. I get tripped up on it. Because life is just not meant to be wasted. It's not meant to be overlooked. Taken for granted. Definitely not taken for granted. I mean, it is just mind-blowing. We can't wrap our heads around it, how insane life is, the fact that we are even here and what we get to do and what we get to experience. 2020 modern world is just pretty awesome as well. I mean, it's a pretty cool place to live in, but it's also a hard place to live in because we have to be so much more disciplined. If you ever feel like you're starting to get distracted, if you ever feel like you're being pulled in another direction, another thing that I like to do personally is to ground yourself, ground yourself with the earth, ground yourself with the universe, go outside at nighttime and look up at the stars, as easy as that, and just feel the universe around you, feel how beautiful it is, feel how small you are, or take your shoes off and your socks off and feel the grass, go up to a tree, play with its leaves, whatever, feel nature, feel the realness around you, and ground yourself, and just try to feel like a human, feel like a human being, not someone that is pulled in to technology and just constantly feeling non-human like. I mean, really, that's that's what I feel like. I feel like that whenever I get into all these distractions and I'm being pulled in this way of the modern te- technological world. I mean, it's, it gets a little weird, to be honest. So ground yourself. So let's do this. I mean, let's do this for real. Whatever it is that you want to achieve, whatever it is, wherever place you want to be in life, however you want to feel, whoever you want to be with, Wherever you want to be, it doesn't matter. So no more letting time slip by. Let's stick together, help each other out, help the people you love, but most importantly, stay on your own path, stay on your own track. Stay disciplined for yourself. Take control of your life. Set priorities, priorities that are going to be valuable for you, and just stay with it. Just stay with it. I promise you, you're going to look back, and you're going to be so grateful that you did. No matter what you're trying to achieve, you're going to be so grateful that you started the process and you just sticked with it because you're going to get somewhere. Every day is progression on anything that you're working on. If this helped you whatsoever, if this brought awareness, if it inspired you, please share it. Send it to someone, text it, post it somewhere, email it, because if it helped you, it may help someone else. And that's what this is all about. Let's spread the love, strengthen each other, and become a more open-minded community. This is Modern Enlightenment with Joseph Grisafi. I will see you next week.